0: Live. Hello, and welcome to my show. This is Dr. Michelle with Getting to the Point. And I am going to speak with you today. I just want to tell you a little bit about myself and the program. I am Dr. Michelle Lucas-Patrick. I am from Greensboro, North Carolina, and we have a church called Total Wholeness Ministries it's located uh, in Greensboro um, on Homeland Avenue, 1010 Homeland Avenue, Suite 102. And our, our motto, our theme is, were the accepted or were the rejected are accepted. So this is my ministry, and it's been a long time coming as far as recording a broadcast, and I'm really happy to be on the show now um, And like I said, I started out with this show maybe over a year ago, but never got to it. And finally, I'm here recording, so I am very happy um, to be on the air today. And what kind of inspired this is the fact that sometimes we can be sick and tired of being sick and tired. And let me just give you this information if you want to dial in. Um, the number is one seven two four 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 seven four four four. Once again, that number one seven two four 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 seven four four four. And the code to put in is one three zero five four zero. Once again, that number is one three zero five four zero. And the PIN number is the phone number three three six five zero one five three four seven three three six five zero one five three four seven. So, I wanted to just speak with you briefly um, on something that inspired me because we are still in January. It is a new year, and we always say "New Year, New You." So, what has happened? in this year is that i kind of got some inspiration because a lot of times we're doing things and we're doing them over and over again and we're thinking that we're going to succeed this time but sometimes there are a lot of this time and i had to realize that you know there may be many this times, but god is going to come through and so At the first of the year, I usually go on a fast, what some people call the Daniel fast. And we view it or I view it as a time of refreshing, a time of inspiration, a time of getting um, input from God in my life. So I always would go on a fast and I would get a book, a journal, and write down um, what God had shown me. And this year was a little different because I was like, okay, God, I'm not hearing you, Um, and I'm tired. And that's, you know, we always say that, I'm tired. Um, But and sometimes we have to realize that we have to press. We have to keep going. So this is something that I wanted to share uh, with um, everyone out there in Radio Land and my friends, everyone, I want to share a story because God always puts stories in the Bible um, that we can relate to. He always puts stories in there just for us and for us to open up the Bible and read and it's personal. And when you see that story, someone else may see it a different way, but you see it the way that it pertains to you. So on this particular day, I opened up my Bible, and I started reading about Sarah. don't have many scriptures, but I just want to tell you the story. I started reading about Sarah. You know, has there ever been a time in your life where you felt like this is it? I mean, minus the other times that you wanted to quit. But this was the big one this time. It seemed as if um, what could go wrong went wrong, respectively, with no end in sight. One day, I I took a deep look at myself, and I said, you know, new year, new myth. My intentions were to start afresh, start praying, start reading God's word, start fasting. This day was different because I started to look back in retrospect. And when I looked back, I kept looking back, and I kept looking back. And it seems like, you know, God, I've been pushing for so long pushing, 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 wanting the dream, wanting the vision to manifest and to come to pass. And it seemed like, okay, it a long time, a very long time. So when is it going to come to pass? And I know the Bible tells us that a just man, he falls seven times, but he gets up. My question um, to God this time was, how many times do I have to fall? When am I really going to get back up? And I wanted to know, okay, God, when will I get my answer? When will you make it right? He instructed me to go to the Bible that particular day, and I started reading about the story of Abraham and Sarah. The first thing that drew me was the covenant. You know, covenant means a contract. So God has signed a contract with Abraham. So when he signed the contract with Abraham, he signed the contract with us, his seed, meaning that he's going to come through and he's going to fulfill and he's going to do just what he said. So that's when he showed me, um, tell the people the seven things, tell them about the seven things um, about when you are going to fulfill what you said you were going to fulfill. And I learned something from Sarah, because keep in mind, when a woman during that time was to have a child, especially a male child, it was a badge of honor. It was just like, for example, having a successful career, having a, 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 a great job, something of a high standard. It was saying that you did your duty. You know, you fulfill your duty. And this is what happened with Sarah. She needed to fulfill her duty. And so when God said that, okay, you're going to have a child, this lady was an older woman. And, you know, the Bible tells us though the vision tarry, we have to wait on it. We have to wait on it. It does tell us also to write it on tables. A lot of times when someone is prophesying to you or just telling you things or when God tells you things, make sure that you write it down. Make sure that you have a scribe around you, someone that can write it down so you can read what God is saying through the prophet or as he's speaking to you himself. Make sure that you're, you know, in tune and that you can go back and look at it. Because sometimes we do have to go back and look at these things uh, to remember what uh, God has said to us and to keep it in our hearts, okay, this is what God said. God is going to come through. So this is my seven things that I learned from Sarah. Number one, number one, God may allow you to have a glimpse of a vision, God may allow you to have a glimpse of the vision. We have to believe and be patient and have faith. Remember, faith is an action word. So you have to keep faith moving. In Hebrews, it tells us faith is the evidence of things unseen, meaning that sometimes uh, it's the hope of things believed and the evidence of things not seen. So sometimes we have to keep it moving. We've already heard about it. We already believe that it's going to come to pass, and we already believe that it's something that we want. So we have to keep moving. Believe this thing with faith, with faith. Speak to yourself. Tell you it's going to happen. It's going to come through. It's going to come through for me. I just believe it. One of the downfalls or problems that we have is we tend to spend a lot of time pondering over prophecy. We ponder over prophecy, meaning that we sit still. We don't move. Hear the vision, believe the vision, see the vision, but keep moving. Don't just sit there, keep moving. Number two, let God do it in his time, but be in position. Number two, let God do it in His time, but be in position. You know the blessing is coming. And we mentioned that in one. Are you standing still, or you in position to catch the ball? Sometimes you have to be ready to catch the ball because um, you know it's coming. Right now, you just can't see it because of the fog. When I think about this, I think about what's going on during this time of the year. It's football season. And we see all the ball players, everyone trying to do their best to get to the Super Bowl. We have to be in position to catch the ball. Throw the vision, Terry, wait on it. But be in position. Make sure that you're doing everything, everything, living for God, reading the Word, praying, fasting doing what you have to do. That's just like the quarterback or that person receiving the football that's being thrown to him. That's just like the same thing. You're in position to catch the ball. And this is what God wants from us. He wants us to be ready. He wants us to be ready for the blessing. And he's looking at us. You know, sometimes we drop the ball. Sometimes we forget about the ball. Sometimes we just leave the ball on the field because we feel defeated. Because if he didn't do it in a certain time, we feel like the vision um, is kaput. It it, it doesn't exist anymore. You know, they said that. But we have to wait on the vision. Um, Just like Sarah, we have to believe and keep believing. That this thing, that baby, um, whatever manifestation, whatever you want to see, it's going to come to pass. This is something that you have to believe. Amen. Okay, number three. If God can change Sarai, and um, this is spelled S-A-R-A-I, meaning doubtful. That was her name, doubtful, to Sarah, S-A-R-A-H, meaning princess, royalty. He can change your name, too. You know, when your name is changed, um, as the old people used to say, I got a new name because it's a new me. Um, When your name is changed, um, when your name is changed, it can define your destiny. It's not physically that your name was changed, but with her case, it was changed from Sarai to Sarah, meaning that she went from doubtful um, someone that looked down on herself to being royalty. Amen. So that's what we have to believe. God, you changed my name. When you changed me, when you saved me, when you made me a believer, when I became a believer, so to speak, you changed my name. I'm a new creature in Christ. Those old things, they have gone away. So even if you have not obtained what you want to obtain or what you're believing God for. Believe God that He's already changed your name. You are a new creature in Christ. When he when the game changes, he will change your name. He'll make you look like royalty. He'll make you look like people will be looking at you like, how did she do it? How did this happen? So when he sees that maturity, You know, I guess God is thinking you're ready for the next level. You're ready to go higher. You've learned something. You've done something uh, different. You were steadfast. You you hung in there. And as a song um, goes, and for your faithfulness, it's your time. It's your time. And so that time is coming, and that's what we have to believe God for. The time is coming. We just have to hold on and be strong. And keep going. Oh, you're a new creature in Christ. And you have a new outlook on life. It's possible. It'll happen. But you have to keep going with it. Don't turn back. Sometimes we got to fight. We have to fight for what we believe in. We have to fight to have what we need to have in Christ and also in this life. So we have to be determined. Be determined to have that new name. Number four, standing, stop standing in the way. You might mess up something. Only he, God, can do this. Number four, stop standing in the way. You might mess up something. Only God can do this. You know, Sarah or Sarai, doubtful, uh, messed up God's plans when she tried to fix things herself, meaning that she told her husband Abraham to um, have a child by another woman. And we know through the reading of his words that with that child, um, she became or they became enemies of Sarah, Abraham, God's people. So she tried to fix something, but she created something that became a problem. And there are many times in life when we want to stand in situations for ourselves and other people and become God. See, we want to fix it fast. We want a quick fix. But, you know, when God does something, he does it just right. And that's what we have to believe. In this situation that we can't move to the left or the right We have to move God's way. The best way, as old people would say, is God's way, not our way. So we have to move in precision with trusting God and believing that he's going to do what he said he would do. In spite of what we see, in spite of what others others say, you can't always rescue yourself. You have to wait on God and um, be of good cheer because he wants to give you the desires of your heart. He's the one that can make things happen, and when he makes it happen, he will make it happen just right. So this is what we have to look at. Stop standing in the way, stop trying to fix things, stop trying to move forward, and move out of season. We have to move in God's precision time and season, just like Sarah did Even though it was agonizing, even though it hurt, she had to wait on him. She had to wait on him. And when we wait on him, guess what? We'll have a better outcome. We'll have a better outcome. Amen. So I'm going to go on to number five. A dream deferred is not a dream denied. So you have a dream, you heard the prophecy, and you are ready for the manifestation. His word is true. And this is a an old song. Just keep on praying. He will answer you. I like the old songs because they stick with you. And they are something, you know, before I knew the Bible, the word, um, I knew the songs because I grew up in church, thank God. And even if you don't, it's something that if you are attending church or even just listening to the radio, old songs, what have you, you hear here to stick with you. And now in this time of media we have where we can just get instant access to things. So that is a blessing. But a lot of times songs will come to me and I will use them for example. So in other words, in your waiting you need to know why you are waiting. And you need to learn why you are waiting. You know, you have to um, learn from your mistakes or learn what God's purpose is in your waiting. When we are waiting, if we're not learning anything, if we're not becoming a better individual, if we're not becoming the person that God wants and desires us to be, then what have we learned? Are we stronger? Are we better? You know, it's just like a child It gets um, a Christmas gift. You have to think of it. In this day and time, I noticed that I would see children and they're not grateful for the gift. It's like they snatch it and go on as if it's supposed to be there, as if they don't see what parents agonize, suffer some of us um, have to do to get those gifts for those children. They think it's easy. So we have to learn from our experience, and then we have to go on because God wants to get the glory out of our lives, amen. He wants to get the glory out of our lives. And so through you're being tested and tested over again It's building your faith and it's building your trust in him, and you're getting to know him a little better. And so when you get to know him, when someone comes to you with the same situation or even a situation that they can't see themselves getting themselves through, guess what? You'll be the one to tell them, I know you can get through this because I got through it. I made it. He did this for me. And you can tell them the story, and you can tell them God wants to get the glory out of your situation. In other words, through you experiencing something that He brought you out of, you can tell others, and you can tell the truth. It's not a fabricated story. Some people tell fabricated stories, but you can tell that person the truth, and they will listen. And you know that you know that God is who He is, and build a dream. Don't just sit there get busy. Study. Show yourself a fruit. If it means reading a book on a subject, going back to school, putting plans in motion, and show, and show God that you are serious about what you want, finish the race. That's what it says in Philippians. Remember, quitters never win, and winners never quit. You've got to just do it. And before you know it, you'll be there. You will have passed the test. You will have ran the race and won. But in all thy getting, get understanding. Go forth. Get books, like I said, read, stay, pray, focus, speak this thing into existence. Number seven, I have to move fast because we're almost at the end of our time. Um, are you laughing at God? My interpretation of Sarai, doubtful, laughing at God, wasn't so much that she thought he was joking. She was hurt. Honestly, sometimes you can get hurt and disgusted. You know, I'm believing God. I love you, God. But um, I just don't know. I don't know. It was a long time, a very long time. Maybe the laughter, excuse me, as I interpret it, was nervous laughter. There are times that you want something so bad that it becomes an obsession, and we have to be careful. Um, There are some things that can take the place of what's important, including God. And we have to remember, and this is what he told Sarah, because sometimes we get to a point that we think, okay, God cannot do this, or he will not do this for me. But we have to remember, is there anything anything that is impossible for God. It's not. Like he told Sarah, there's nothing too hard for me. I can do it. I can do it all. I can make it happen. But it's in my time. You go on and do what you got to do. You keep praising me. You keep worshiping me. You keep fasting. You keep uh, reading my word. You just stay in that zone. Stay in that place. Get happy. Get happy about what is happening in your life. Pray. Praise God. Attend church service. Do what you've got to do. Do your outreach. Do your volunteer work. Do what you've got to do. Let your little light shine for Christ. And people will see it. And God will see it. Wow, she's a good thing. She just kept going. She just kept going. She just kept believing me. Do your thing in Christ. Amen. So I want to give you a final word. It has been a long time coming, but the change is going to come. i repeat that. It has been a long time coming, but the change is going to come. Walk in victory, knowing if he said it, he's going to perform it, meaning that it will be fulfilled. It's going to happen. He wants you to have the desires of your heart. But good and perfect, he will give you. So that's the thing about it. He doesn't want you hurt. He doesn't want you disappointed. He doesn't want you living a life where you're a where it's full of disappointment. He wants you to have the good life, the so no kind of life, a God kind of life, the life that you're walking in the the abundance. The abundance may not always be um, material things. And we we desire to have the good things in life. But he wants you to work, walk in full balance, understanding that he did this and he's going to do this. So I'm going to sign off now until next time. I just thank you for being on Getting to the Point with Dr. Michelle. And the next time we'll discuss some valuable points about life and what God wants to do and how God wants to show you that, you know, it's not over. It's not over. Just like Sarah, keep going, keep pushing, and the manifested dream will come to pass. Once again, I pray that all of you are blessed and that God blesses you richly and that those things that you desire in life come to pass. Remember, stay in tune with me next time for the next recording, getting to the point, getting to what God wants you to understand about his word. And knowing him. So I pray that you all are blessed. Goodbye. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com.